Democracy is under attack here in the United States and around the world. Authoritarian leaders are suppressing pro-democracy movements everywhere. The result has been only death and destruction. Some leaders have even called for and engaged in murderous attacks on their own citizens. Others, through neglect and incompetence, demonstrate their lack of care for the lives of their citizens. Even during a pandemic, they seek only to undermine elections and hold on to power. The United States has seen an assault on its capital, the seat of American democracy, by extremists under the influence of propaganda disseminated by big media networks and national politicians. The attack on democracy in the United States didn't end on January 6th. Politicians and partisan news outlets continued to lie about the election. Those same lying politicians are enacting voting restrictions across the nation. They are even criminalizing the provision of water to people standing in long lines, lines that they should never have to stand in but for the politically motivated voter suppression efforts of corrupt legislators and officials. These same politicians, citing fake news and false propaganda, have unleashed an offensive onslaught of undemocratic legislation designed specifically to suppress the vote of American citizens in states across this nation. Meanwhile, authoritarian politicians appeal to racial animosity and hatred to stoke their base and garner support for restrictions on the right to vote. These actions were made possible by the erosion of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. The Supreme Court, in its decision in Shelby County v. Holder, allowed states with a history of restricting colored people's right to vote to avoid federal oversight. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court ruling in Citizens United versus the Federal Elections Commission allowed special interests and billionaires to spend unlimited amounts of money to influence our elections. Now authoritarian leaders are spreading disinformation and passing laws to undermine our democracy. This situation demands aggressive action to preserve voting rights through the enactment of the For the People Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, the Washington, D.C. Admissions Act, and by addressing the filibuster. The For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act protect the rights of American citizens to vote. The Washington, D.C. Admissions Act gives American citizens living in Washington, D.C. the right to full representation in the United States Senate. Reforming the filibuster will allow democracy to prevail at a time when democracy needs to be strengthened 
and protected. At a time when democracy is under attack, we cannot allow undemocratic procedures like the filibuster to be used to undermine the will of the American people. The filibuster should not be used to allow the minority to control the Senate. Democracy must prevail, and the filibuster, in its current form, stands in the way. America's grand experiment in constitutional democracy almost came to an end on January 6th. The Constitution declares that we the people choose our representatives. Those who seek to take the right to self-government away from us are a threat to our national security because they seek to overthrow our democracy and the right of the people to rule themselves. When traitors seek to take away our right to vote, they undermine the people's right to self-government and all the benefits that come with a government accountable to the public. Welcome to Bible Study for Progressives, a show where moderates, liberals, and leftists of all faiths and ideologies come together to discuss scripture, spirituality, and politics. This is Len Mystic Healer, spiritual emergency training. Rich proceeded today, constitutional lawyer. lawyer. He has Bible studies for progressives. He also um, paranormal ghost investigator, pretty um, amazing and uh, has even um, understood and used different methods of, you know, getting in touch with divine, some tarots and different tools that are just way more fun and way more enlightening and fun, fun, which is healthy. Thanks, Thanks for coming on today. Yeah. One of the things I'm doing, Lynn, is we're coming up on May 8th is the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Action Day. And I'm doing here in Whittier a votercade and maybe a press conference. And the event is to support four things. One, the For the People Act, S-1 or H.R. 1, which establishes necessary protections for democracy. Right now, democracy is still under attack. We have legislatures around the country enacting voter restrictions. And so we need to fight for our right to vote. And so we've also got the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, which is H.R. 4, which is necessary. The Democrats and and liberals are supporting um, D.C. statehood and Puerto Rico statehood. The Senate is set up so that a state, no matter its population, gets two representatives. And so it sort of skews what the Senate represents because... It's not representing the full population. It's representing the states. And also we need to get rid of the filibuster because that's stopping the majority from enacting the policies and the reforms that are necessary because our democracy is still under attack. You know, Trump Mm -hmm. asked Russia and sought out Russian assistance to win the election to try and get at 
these supposed emails that were supposedly hidden. He called on Russia to intervene. He sought out. Our democracy has been under, has had problems all along, but it's been recently under attack. Then he tried to enlist the Ukrainian government in his efforts to influence the election and inducing or asking foreign powers to interfere in our election. And then he incited an insurrection. And this was all planned. He had told everybody before that he was not going to accept any outcome of the election in which he lost the election, and that if he lost the election, he would seek to have the results overturned. And he did seek that. And he failed, but he still called them to Washington, D.C. And then he told them, you have to fight. You're not going to do any good doing being nice. And then he sent them off to the Capitol. And even now that continues, the big lie continues, the lie that Trump didn't somehow somehow didn't lose the election when the numbers are absolutely clear. So then this has become because they've got foreign actors involved in this. All these countries, this attack on democracy is worldwide. It's happening all over the world. We yeah. need to keep the yeah. beacon of democracy lit in America. Or because but- this experiment almost came to an end. The decline of democracy around the world is partly, if not wholly, but partly our fault, the United States' fault, for overthrowing democracies around the world. And when we overthrow democracies in other countries, we are attacking democracy in our own country. And so we could have had democracy in Egypt. We should have fought for democracy. We should have worked towards democracy in Egypt. We overthrew the only country in South America that is a democracy right now is the only country we did not invade or we did not overthrow governments. So we are facing the end result of a hypocritical U.S. foreign policy. At the same time, we need to promote democracy because on the left, we've got this idea that somehow the United States can only do evil. And it's not true because look at Russia, China, North Korea. All these countries are very oppressive. They're worse than the United States. We need to use our foreign policy and our influence for good, not for for evil. So all these military bases around the world where they're overthrowing democracies and not supporting democracy, that is counter to our interests. So we really do have a problem with democracy. This is partly, not wholly, because we've had this problem for a long time already, but it's partly a response to the earth and the world in decline. I mean, there's a struggle for whatever resources are left and for getting and making sure one is safe and healthy while others are being affected by climate change. So, yes, there's a struggle in the end while we destroy our world. If you talk about 
your concerns about a government that doesn't respond to the will of the people is to also deal with fascism or authoritarianism, because this anti-democratic trend is directly connected to fascism and authoritarianism. Around the world, there are governments who do not like these protests that come out into the streets and demand changes of government, dictators like Putin, who are killing their national leaders and torturing and all those things. We have to stop these sociopaths from taking power. These authoritarian dictators are sociopaths. And they rise to the top because power is the most important thing for them. So spiritual people have to stop saying, oh, we relinquish power, and that's what spirituality is. No, it's not. Spirituality is doing good and using power properly. And so the the spiritual person, to be spiritual and to be aware, means to be involved and active in creating a better world. And one of the things we do, because I wanted to get back to the filibuster, is that the filibuster, it sounds like a Jimmy Stewart movie where somebody goes up to fight an unjust law and stands there and talks and doesn't stop talking and succeeds. Now, the purpose of the filibuster is to give people the opportunity to change their mind give people the opportunity, or the congressmen, the senators, because it's supposed to be a more deliberative body. But it's not intended to frustrate the will of the majority, and that's not what it should be used for. So give them enough time to maybe reconsider their decision while a person continues talking. But if you can't convince somebody, the senators, after a certain amount of time, then just let them vote. We should not frustrate the will of the majority, especially now in this time when democracy is under attack. We have a country in which the majority does not get its way. There are policies such as gun policies, policies on marijuana, policies on health care, policies on democracy and freedom that every that the majority of the people want but they never see the light of days because corporations and big money have a lock on power and they're able to control what gets passed so even so people don't get the laws that they want passed Thanks well so we much. can also teach people and have better policies i mean the migration problem here is the result of, at least in part, United States foreign policy. We created a lot of the problems in Central America and in South oh, America that people too. are running from. Of course, you know, the drug wars. That, that's- right. I mean, if we really, truly supported democracy, not just at home, but around the world, we wouldn't yeah. be having these problems that. Dictators around the world are organized, they're trying to suppress democracy, and how they do it is they tap into racial and hate ethnic bigotry in whatever nation that they're attacking democracy in. 
Right. They, we need they policies that help people, not policies yeah. that punish people. Whenever you get some, oh, those people that the immigrants are, those people over there are, those people over there, they're yeah. setting you against people, against fellow Perfect. Americans. We need policies yeah. that help people, that provide yeah. health care, that yeah. provide, that protect democracy, that support yeah. democracy never, around yeah, the world. Exactly. If we want to have ever, democracy in our country. Yeah, I think this is an emergency legislation that we need to protect democracy because democracy, as I said, is under attack. And what they want is minority rule. And they want the minority to be able to be in control. And if we want a government that responds to the needs of the people, responds to the will of the people, we're going to need to fight for democracy in this country. We don't have a pro-democracy movement in this country, and we need one. We need one like there are in other countries. We have a socialist movement, but we don't have a pro-democracy movement. So this legislation is is emergency legislation. It's legislation designed to protect democracy from ongoing assaults. And our national security is at stake because we, the people, are the leader of this nation. And for too long, we've allowed other people to control us. And that's what propaganda is. It's a way to manipulate groups of people. So yeah. we, so we need to fight for democracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we yeah. need to fight yeah. for democracy here. So there's a whole day of events for the John Lewis Voting Rights Action Day, and I want to get that out on May 8th, and you can go to the Declaration for American Democracy website. You can look it up on the Internet. There's going to be a national broadcast in the morning or at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, and then press events and votercades and celebration and activism and virtual activism for youth. So that's one thing that we can do to start to move for democracy. Great, great. Uh, And I want to get out my my details, Bible Study for Progressives uh, with Rich Proceda. You can find that on any podcast app. And you can find my author page at laprogressive.com backslash Rich Proceda. And also my blog, of modernlectionaries.blogspot.com. And thank you, BBS Radio, for, for putting this show on. And, and kjaj.org, uh, yeah. radio thank station. Thank you so much, you This has been Bible Study for Progressives. If you enjoyed the program, please subscribe to our podcast or put us in your favorites and write a five-star review. Tell your friends about us and share us on social media. Follow us on Facebook and click the donate button at modernlectionaries.blogspot.com. Your support will help us reach more people, produce more and better shows, and cover the cost of production. Feel free to send me a note or comment on the show. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Rich Proceda. Thank you for listening.